Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. I've always wondered because I love the man Joseph in scriptures a lot. I love him a lot. And when I saw the dimension in the New Testament, why didn't God call um, David? Sorry, Jesus, son of Joseph. Or son of Abraham. You know, it could have been Abraham. Because we, you know, Abraham's blessings are. He could have been son of Abraham. He skipped all those guys. Isaiah, Jeremiah, powerful guys, Daniel. And then he picked who? David. Have you ever thought about that? There must be something exceptional about this David. Son of David in Psalms, I think Psalms 119 verse 164. I hope I got that right. Psalms 119 verse 164. David the king said, seven times a day I will praise him. I said, aha. Oh, thank you. Seven times what? <laughs> I said, have you seen that before? Now, can we now apportion that time in a day? Kings are busy. Responsible kings. Responsible kings, alert kings, alive kings. <laughs> For all, all the things we'll be doing in the course of the day, meeting with people to squeeze out seven, seven. Think about it. 24 hours divided by seven. How many? Can somebody help with mathematics here? 24 divided by seven gives you what? Like three hours. So almost like every three hours. He's always saying something. I don't know how he does it. But seven times a day. No wonder Jesus is called the son of... David was not a perfect man. No. He had some mistakes in his life. But in spite of that, Jesus is called son of David. In fact, if you check Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, anytime somebody needs a miracle and shout, son of David, he will stand still. Thanksgiving is also a sign of humility. Pride is a destroyer of destiny. Whatever accomplishment you have seen, whatever greatness you have experienced, until you are truly grateful for where you are, you are not ready to advance. Daniel chapter 4 verse 34. Daniel chapter 4 verse 34. <laughs> I'm sure you, you know this man now. In this church. And for those that just joined the church recently. We learned a lot from brother Nebu. At the end of the time. I Nebuchadnezzar. That's after seven years of humiliation. After seven years of learning that God rules in the affairs of man. After seven years of understanding that your lifting did not come by your power. Seven years. He says, and at the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven and my understanding returned. I pray that you'll be restored today. He said, my understanding returned to me and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever for his dominion. It's an everlasting dominion and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Verse 35. And the, all, all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing 
uh, he does according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. No one can restrain his hand or say to him, what have you done? Verse 36, at the same time, my reason returned to me. And for the glory of my kingdom, my honor and splendor returned to me. My counselors and nobles resorted to me. I was restored to my kingdom. Because loss, L-O-S-S, is the cure for ingratitude. Now that he has become grateful, everything is restored. In fact, it says, an excellent majesty was even added to me. I pray if there's anyone here that have been working in any kind of pride, social pride, spiritual pride, and you have begun to lose things. Uh, they just live in you. you. You'll be humble enough to glorify God today. And whatever you missed, that God will restore to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, there's a book I'm reading. Uh, I read it many years ago called The Final Quest uh, by Rick Joyner. He had a vision of heaven. And they saw how the devil fights the Christians. And there were various levels of fight. And then he saw a particular, you know, um, division of the enemy locking in one corner. After the Christians had battled some of those demons and obtained victory. And, you know, they were so excited as they were running, you know, excited. That division of the enemy that was lurking somewhere now came after them from the, the back and he was asking the angel that was talking with him who are those what, what is that division they look in a different class and the angel said that is pride that anytime people take taste glory that is what the devil says stand what you are saying do you really mean it I was sharing in the early morning service about the building that collapsed, the 21, 15 to 21 stories that collapsed. And, I, and I, you look at how life can be. If you thank God for his protection. All these reactions, somebody, if you die, you're gone. And I just read this morning where families are already fighting over property. He said, How many days? They're already fighting. Wife and, you know, fighting. This rose race is my own. You must not enter the house. One of our greatest enemies in a church where we are raising great people is pride. That thing that makes you to be behaving like you are better than everybody. That thing that makes you to be thinking nobody is sending you, you are more intelligent. That thing is what brings people down flat. But in James chapter 4, I think verse 6, is that correct? He gives grace to the humble. But he gives more grace. Therefore he says, God does what? Resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So in a meeting like this, where we are humbling ourselves to acknowledge God. Ah, it's not everyone that started the year that is here today. I thank you for my wife. Not everyone is even married. Thank you for my children. What if I had even died three weeks ago? The dead can praise him. So beware of pride. Beware of choking your thanksgiving with irrelevant matters. 
Because one part of the equation can make all those things irrelevant. I'm telling you. One part of that equation can make everything you are fuming about, everything you are maybe complaining about to be irrelevant. How can people die like that? The one that pained me is a friend, almost on the way to the U.S., diverted because a friend called him to come and see the property. And under whatever number of hours, he's gone. Horrible death. A man that should be at, doing his 58th birthday in a couple of days or weeks. God will not resist you. He said, God resists the problem. When God is resisting you, your pastor cannot even bless you. Even if I lay hands on you a million times. No wonder he said, let everything that hath breath. Praise the Lord. The cars now, somebody else will use it. Some of the properties and all those things, it may even be a cousin that he doesn't like. They'll be riding Jamila. <laughs> a man built a house, had the property here. The children, 14, somewhere in Maryland. Very good property. They said they don't want it. They don't want it. He begged, we don't want it. Daddy. The, the, the fight was too much. We don't, we don't want anything that concerns you. Cousins that they were fighting for decades, the family fight. They are the ones that took over the place. <laughs> God has done it again for us. Are you grateful this morning? So when it's time to lift your hands, you praise him. When it's time to dance, you dance. You dance. So not that you'll be looking like we're dancing to you. Especially our powerful men. Sometimes, you know, a man comes to the church for the very first time. Maybe you came for Thanksgiving or tired dedication with the family. I've not been in church for like uh, six and a half years. Oh yes, people, some people don't go to church because all these pastors are bad pastors. You don't like church, you don't like church. Stop using bad pastors as an excuse. You don't want to serve God, you don't want to serve God. Yes, you have not been in church for like 10 years. You now come and do like this. I'm looking. If you're inside the plane now, the plane shakes so much and it's much, Jesus, Jesus. Uh, you know Jesus. <laughs> you know, you'll not be quoting the scripture upside down. This place shall stand in Jesus' name. Psalm, Psalm 151 verse 1. Uh, <laughs> may, 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 may you not be tested by life in that sense. Hallelujah. There are many things happening in you, around you. It takes thoughtfulness to value them. It is when those things disappear, you will realize that the thing was there before. Peace, health, mercy of God. Different things that you can point to. And as you thank him for what you have seen, he will perfect the remaining. In Jesus' name. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.